As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Obviously, we're disappointed in, in the loss. We gave up some explosive plays. We did not execute to start the game. Then to not stop them and then not score offensively, that's where it got away. And then when you become one-dimensional against this team, look out. That's where they tee off on you. It's Hogan Johns. Let's begin now. Third and one gives it to Montgomery, and Montgomery is in for the touchdown. Here goes Fields. Can he get in? Yes, he can. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, of course, first uh, career touchdown, and, you know, I just wanted to celebrate with them. From NBC Sports Chicago, it's Adam Hogue. And from The Athletic, it's Adam Johns. The Adams converge. It's the Adams. Hogan Johns. What's up? Welcome in. Bears lose. What a shocker, Adam Johns. We are here at SoFi Stadium. Our first post-game episode of the 2021 season it is not a good one after the performance we just saw the Bears have. No, not at all. First things first, this stadium <laughs> is immaculate. We're in a suite right now. You can see the, what, four TVs that are behind us. This, this building is one that I'm sure the Bears would love to have. Maybe in Arlington Heights? Yeah, maybe. Um, that was my first reaction just walking in here was like if you're the Bears and or really any NFL team and you're in the market for a new stadium and you leave here I don't think your reaction is going to be eh, yeah we're good with Soul yeah no, no no we're good no, definitely we're not no uh so that'll be interesting to see what kind of influence that has but um welcome in we should say that you can only see where we are if you're watching on YouTube so this is available on YouTube find our Hogan John's channel and uh, you can see what we're talking about. We're just in the suite with a bunch of TVs behind us that say uh, Rams win because they did win 34 to 14, which I'm reminded by the scoreboard behind us. This podcast is brought to you by Direct TV Stream. Get your TV together with the best of live and on demand. Learn more at directtv.com. Hogan Johns coming to you from SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California, right outside Los Angeles. And you can follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Adam Johns. Plenty of snarky tweets and um, analysis from this one, as well as our post-game columns are up. He's at theathletic.com slash Hogan Johns, along with all the great coverage from Kevin Fishbane, who is also here in California. And you can read me at NBCSportsChicago.com. Uh-oh. What if this defense is not good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of their concerns like weren't surprising. You know they had problems in the second. They're like, so the guy that won their nickelback 
competition, like supposedly won their Nickelback competition, was a surprise scratch today. I would say Duke Shelley's surprise yes, scratch. I would definitely say that. And now you know why their Nickelback competition was a problem, because the guy that played for him wasn't very good. Their starting safeties weren't very good. To his credit, Kendall Vildor, didn't hear much of him. Yeah, that's, that's a good day for a cornerback, but those big plays, what, 67 yards, 54 yards? That's a problem. That's a serious problem in the Bears secondary. So many big plays, so many problems on that defensive end. I have no idea what's happened to Eddie Jackson. He's just not the same player. I think we've, I don't want to say I've been guilty of defending him a little bit, but you're kind of hoping that some of what happened last year was scheme-related and that teams were trying to stay away from him. He was involved in plenty of plays No, they today. attacked him today. And that did not go well for him. They attacked him. So, Van, was, what was his name, Van Morrison? Van Morrison. <laughs> I'm kidding. It could have been Van Morrison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you were always Van Morrison. You were I. Now, Van Morrison's the name of Van, not the real guy. Yes. So, yeah, but we know our music. Yeah, it's Van right? Jefferson, <laughs> yeah, yeah. who played at Florida. But um, literally, you or I could have been laying there at the 15-yard line with the ball, and we could have gotten up and scored because neither safety decided to touch the player who was down. Van Morrison, Van Jefferson. I, that's I, yeah. I, that was that was just a bad it, it, omen. It, it, it's to start infuri- the it's infuriating because uh, I, I get like. It's a fast game. You're running fast in those moments. Like, you can overrun things. But there's a sense of desperation at the same time. Like, he's not down. He's not touched. The guy can get up to score. Your quarterback, your starting quarterback, Andy Dalton, just threw uh, an interception in the end zone. And the Rams attacked you immediately. Down the field, double move with a deep post, across the middle. You know, perfect Matthew Stafford throw. You knew they had that coming, right? You just knew it was coming. Um, Great pass. And then your two veteran safeties. These weren't rookies. I mean, this was an all-pro safety, what, yeah. three years ago? Just runs by him. I get I get it. It's a fast game, but where's the sense of desperation, at least in this moment, to, like, nah, there's, back there's at no the guy. excuse yeah, for that yeah. play at all. You have Roquan Smith looking around for safeties like the rest of us were at one point. Um, it, <laughs> like, seriously, at one point, he's like, what the hell, guys? Around, like, where, where are you? Where's the help over the top? Yeah. I mean, what are, what, are, what are they doing? And that's basically how he was reacting on the field. I, I also find it disappointing that, Roquan Smith had to talk for the whole defense after the game. I mean, we're set up in this situation that's not really great for anyone where we can't go into the locker room. Usually in a game like this, you'd hit Marquis Christian, uh, Tashawn Gibson, Eddie Jackson. Basically, anyone involved in anything tonight would have, you know, and it wouldn't have been long. It would have been like 40 seconds with each player, but you would have gotten some answers. And this isn't to vent about that, but you send Roquan Smith to the podium. He's not going to throw his teammates under the bus. Matt Nagy doesn't handle the defense, so he doesn't have any answers post-game. He might on Monday when he talks to the media back in Chicago. But it's just there's no Eddie Jackson. I think it's just you you come out of this, the play was bad. There's really no answers. It just really disappoints. I think the word you're looking for is accountability, right? Accountability, that, yeah. That would be nice. Well, Roquan Smith led your team in tackles tonight. I think the Rams had like 12 rushing yards at halftime. Yeah. And it was a 13 to 7 game at halftime. Like people forget that. Like it like this game could have been bad. Like way worse in the first half, but it was still 13-7 and they got away from them in the second half. But that's why I give the offense credit cuz each time they manage and we'll get to the Andy Dalton and the Justin Fields package and all that cuz that's probably going to be the conversation that's talked about all week. But this offense was inching its way back into the game. They weren't great. They weren't explosive. That's a different conversation. But twice before halftime and then again after the second bomb they gave up where Marquis Christian's running backwards and there's just no help over the top. We don't know whose fault that was. 
but twice the Bears offense cut it to six, and immediately the defense gave up another big play. Like, that's – I think the question, though, Johns, is is that a problem tonight, or is this a sign of things to come? Because if the defense isn't as good as we thought they were, and I don't think either of us really thought they were elite no. by any means, but if they're not even good – that opens up a whole set of different possibilities where if the ceiling for this team was make a late run with Justin Fields potentially to get back in the playoffs, you're a borderline playoff team as the ceiling. What's the floor yeah, yeah. if the defense isn't good? I That's think, what's concerning. Yeah, if they're horrendous. Now, I think this is where we're supposed to say it's the first game. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was horrendous today. Does that mean he's going to be horrendous all year? But I, I get that may be an outlier here, but some of the, the concerns that we had coming into the season, uh, I think, that, you know, they showed their, their ugly head for the defense and, and especially the offensive line. Um, I'm not ready to write them off, but, yeah, I, I think you could be alarmed a little bit. You, you could be, like, so, some, like, it's just, okay, let me just backtrack here. Like, the, the tackling has to improve. Number oh, one, from, from, from your safeties. Like, these mental miscues cannot continue to happen. And I know it's Strong size first game as a defensive coordinator, and I believe he's going to be a very good defensive coordinator. But when your veteran players aren't on the stat sheet, like Cleo Mack, what? Half a, half a yeah, tackle? Yeah, assisted tackle. Yeah. Robert Queen gets half a sack, but what else? Akeem Hicks had um, uh, a pretty bad, what, roughing the passer penalty? Didn't that yeah. come on the uh, was that the touchdown play? So it, it was yeah. No, it, it was it, a long. It was a long completion. I can't remember exactly. But I it think was, it was on the Cooper Cup touchdown. Okay. It was a roughing the passer yeah, on top it, of it. It's just like yeah. these are your highly paid guys. Your your best players. Supposed to be your best players. Supposed to be. Yeah. Like and they weren't tonight by far. I um. I just I think it's, it's just it's it's not yeah, good. Yeah, it's not good. In. in in a lot of ways, this game actually played out exactly like I thought it would. Except the defense was way worse than I thought. Otherwise, Andy Dalton, in my opinion, was an upgrade at quarterback. I don't and, know. No, no, no. Listen to me. He, Yes, he was. There were moments in that game where he was... You're giving Andy Dalton a lot of credit lately. No. Why is this? Listen to me. He was exactly <laughs> no. what I thought he would be. A small upgrade at quarterback. He was almost intercepted three times in the first half. And yet, still not great. Let me finish. And the offense, which, again, is the bigger problem, still not explosive with their best offensive player on the sideline other than five snaps. You got your five snaps, Bears fans. That's all Matt Nagy gave you, just a little cookie, a little nibble of the cookie yeah. this week with Justin Fields. I, I feel like they got to work out that plan. Like, yeah. Uh... To defend your guy, Andy Dalton. Now he's officially your guy, by the way. Um, when he completes his longest pass of the game for a whopping 19 yards. Oh, my God. That just, did you see the, the route tree for uh, – Marquise, go to one or who? No, for Allen Robinson tonight. The next-gen yeah. next stats, go find this. I tweeted this out on my Twitter account, at Adam Hogue. He did not run a route. This is shows hit all of the routes ran, ran tonight. Allen Robinson's routes – whether he caught the ball, was the intended target, whatever. Every single time he ran a route, not a single route run to 10 yards yeah, or more. That's a problem. Um, the entire game, we should, is that we, don't, we should give the Rams credit because that's what they do. They, they take away the top. 
They protect against big plays. That's what they did with Brandon Staley. Well, they, they're the best. They were the best in the NFL at doing it last year. And they rush you to the point where you don't have, you can't protect for long enough to run a route over ten yards. Yes. But this goes back to the Justin Fields conversation. You can't tell me that that route tree doesn't look different if Justin Fields is playing well, quarterback. I, I, the whole offense looks different if he's on the field. Again, Which is like, the point. It, it, it's, it's there's the play, and then there's the play with beyond the play. When the play breaks down and Aaron Donald is on your heels, who do you trust more to make a play, yep. Andy Dalton or Justin Fields? And, but, again, that's what I'm getting to. I'm not trying to give Andy Dalton more credit than he yeah. deserves. All I'm saying is, in fact, I'm doing the opposite. What I'm saying is, even if Andy Dalton plays as well as Andy Dalton can possibly play, yeah. there is a, a ceiling on the offense. because And you see it, right? I cannot say there's no better example of that than looking at Allen Robinson's routes tonight. Yeah. That That's... That's what's cons- and so if you couple that with all of a sudden every time you feel like you're fortunate to get a touchdown, the defense immediately gives up a big play. That's not a formula yeah, for winning. Yeah. Not only tonight. That's why I think it's it goes beyond tonight. I don't think it's just like a one week thing. Oh no no. If it's, that's it's, really what this Bears defense is, it's a big problem. Okay. I, I thought you mentioned we were talking about the the plan for Justin Fields. I don't think this is a one night thing either. By the way. It, oh no, it, it I thought they, be. they made that very clear. Okay. Yeah, be more yeah, so there's no more of that. And, yeah. and what I think it is, it's a realization of, of Matt Nagy. Like he, now he knows, or it's an admission. That, well, that we all knew this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, but he does. He doesn't want to deviate from his plan. But he completely deviated from the. Like now they can officially stop comparing this to the Chiefs' blueprint. Because right, because Mahomes it, didn't play This at did all. not happen yeah. at all in 2017 with Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes. Right. They did not have which five they, plays. Yeah, yeah. Which, no. thank God, it's off that plan because, like I've said so many times, the Chiefs screwed that totally up. They should have played Mahomes. Totally different situations. Totally different situations. Um, I am still of the belief that you're just play the kid or don't. You know, like when you insert him after Andy Dalton – has his longest completion, turned out to be the longest completion of the day for yeah. the Bears, 19 yards. Then here comes Justin Fields, you know, to do an end around to Marquise Goodwin. Ugh. Like, Andy Dalton could have done that or the, something the, similar to that. The shovel pass? Yeah, like Andy They've, been, they've yeah. been running that play for four years Feels now. like forever. But I, 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 it, you don't need Justin yeah. Fields to come on the field to do that yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. I saw Andy Dalton run the shovel pass in the training camp, I believe. So, I think we just, saw Nick Foles do it. We've seen Mitch Trubisky do it. Yeah, yeah. It, maybe, maybe, maybe even Chase Daniel did it once or twice, for all I can remember. But, like, that's, that's, the, that's the point. Um, like, Nagy did seem to indicate that there could have been potential for more tonight. Like, maybe 10 snaps if things went better. But, I don't know. Some of the timing needs to be worked out because I think you need to give your starter, Dalton, a chance to find that rhythm. Like, he, he, if he completes a 20-yard pass, let him try to complete another one. Yeah. You know, especially against a defense as stout as the Rams. That's all I'm saying. Well, look, here's one thing. It's just a reality. I can tell you it's going to be picked apart all Monday on the radio. Uh, Matt Nagy. And this podcast. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start it right now. <laughs> and it's fair because for Matt Nagy to answer, to, to basically say there, he said this actually twice after the game, that – there probably would have been more snaps for Justin Fields yeah. had the score not been what it was. Because once they got into their two-minute offense, that was all Andy Dalton. I mean, that basically – I mean, just from a coaching standpoint, it tells you that what they installed for Justin Fields this week did not include any two-minute stuff. Yeah. Okay, so that's just why that is. But then it begs the question – why not? Yeah. Like, yeah. why is there not a two-minute package for Justin Fields? If he gives you a better chance to move the ball and 
be more because because like it goes back to everything we were just talking about. Like there's a ceiling to the offense when Andy Dalton's out there. So if you're trailing by two scores and you need a touchdown in a hurry, doesn't it make sense to play the guy who gives yeah. you a better chance to score faster? But they don't even have a package for that. That is something that it's going to be hard for Matt yeah. to explain that throughout the week. Well, you know, more and more I, well I, I think maybe that plan will evolve a bit and he'll get it. I mean, there's going to be more on the table for Justin Fields. You know, I, I had this thought during the game. I actually had to tweet it up, but I deleted it. You know, like once it was a tight game. Don't delete it. Ah, yeah. No, yeah. I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't want to troll the fan base a little bit, but here <laughs> I go right now on the podcast. Um, like if this game was a one score, like a one score game, if yeah. it came down to possession in a, in a four minute drill or a two minute drill, like who would you want against this Rams defense that is coming at you raising hell? Like who would you yeah. want on the field? Andy Dalton or Justin Fields. Like, there's going to be some tight games. Like, the Bengals won in week one. That's going to be a tight game next week. Like, who do you want when there's four minutes on the clock? you got to put this game away. Who do you want if there's, you're down a field goal and you got the ball back with two minutes, 30 seconds left? Who do you want on the field? Andy Dalton or Justin Fields? I, Who's I, making more plays for you? I, I think if Elijah a, Wilkins is not blocking uh, his guy, who's making more plays for you? That's a whole other thing, the left tackle stuff. Um it's funny you say that because I put up a Twitter poll with four minutes left in the third quarter. Oh, you did quarter. do it. So you, you, you didn't I put up that exact poll, but it was four minutes in the third quarter. I said, who gives you a better chance to win this game? I honestly am not I, I didn't actually didn't see your poll. I'm sorry. No, no, that's all I right. I'll vote now. I know. Well, you're I'll, saying I'll four minutes in the fourth quarter. I started that four minutes in the third quarter. <laughs> yeah. um, I haven't looked at it, but I guarantee you it's probably 90% Justin Fields, which is a you know, very scientific way of polling things yeah. on Twitter, by the way. Um, that Yeah, that poll's not biased you know, I had a column today. You know, Andy Dalton surprised me. Like, I, I teased yeah. it in our last podcast. It was up on Saturday. It was all up today and on Sunday. And I wasn't surprised one bit. You know, like like you said, I'll, I'll give it what you said about Andy Dalton some credit. Like, he was who I thought he would be. Yeah. And I think the Bears might need a little bit more if they're going to slow play Justin. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, one good thing about the offense that I do think matters, it, it took too long to totally commit to the run. I don't think those are final, by the way. Oh, really? Well, here's a, the stat book right here if you're watching this it's on YouTube. Through three, third, three through three oh, quarters. That's not final. Well, that's why David Montgomery only has 10 carries through uh, three quarters. Kind of was, proves my point. <laughs> the guy's running the ball. Why? why, why he's at... Dan Pompey brought this up on Twitter early in the game. He's got, he's at, literally averaging 19 yards per carry after three carries, and yet he's on the sideline for an entire series. Series. Well, Damian Williams which, is out there gaining nothing. Which I guarantee you was something they planned. 
They put that in. The, they're like, this is what we're going to do. And there's just a lack of. Sometimes the plan doesn't have to be the plan if it's going well. Yeah. Like if the dude is just looks great and you're moving the ball, keep giving the ball yeah. to David it's Montgomery. It's almost like you, you need to... somebody who has like the, the bird's eye view that we have, where you can actually like it, it gives you a different perspective than being on the sideline. I know there's different emotions down there. Well, they have a it, whole booth of coaches. I know, like, like like two two doors. The, the down holes are big. Right I mean, the moves that Montgomery was making were fantastic. He was running hard. He was looking for contact. He was your best player, your best offensive player. You know, he was your the Bears' best player tonight by far. But, I mean, feed the guy. Feel that rhythm. Feel the rhythm. Feel the vibe. I don't know the rest of that, but it's from Cool Runnings. Um, Great movie. Seriously, though, I, I think sometimes the lack of – like, Nagy gets criticized for lack of adjustments in-game, but sometimes, like, it's even to his own game plan when things are going well. Yeah. And I think that that's a perfect example. But anyway, shout out to David Montgomery because he did look good, and that was a that even with the problems on offense on the offensive line. What I thought I saw in training camp, which was I think a little bit more speed, I thought we saw that there seemed to be a little bit more of a burst to him tonight. Oh, especially like the short area quickness to use yeah. scout terms. Like he's got There's something there. More called escapability. Now I gotta hope his finger's okay because his right pointer finger was wrapped and. Um, you know, whatever it is, maybe something he could play yeah, with. Yeah. But well, he then, did you, return. then you worry about ball security there. So um, we'll have to get an update on him probably tomorrow. But he did talk to the media after the game, and it was just wrapped, just that one finger. So we'll see there. Um, unfortunately, you know, first of all, not a shock to either one of us because we hinted at this, but Jason Peters not finished the game. Uh, quad injury for him. I thought Larry Borum came in and played pretty well to the point that I just tweeted. <laughs> just tweeted what if Larry Borum actually turns out to be the left tackle and Tevin Jenkins has to play on the right side when he comes and back? He and then I think it was the ankle. next play he got hurt. So sorry about Just that. bad luck. Sorry bad about luck. that, Bears fans. Um, it's going to be a problem. We all saw Elijah Wilkinson in the preseason. And if you thought teams attacked Jason Peters a bit, just wait till you see what happens to Elijah Wilkinson. You know, Ryan Pace in the front office were sitting right behind us in the press box, and I'm kind of amazed at how calm they stay during some of that. I mean, that would have been a moment there where Larry Borum got gets hurt. I would think I would have just thrown my cell phone out the window. <laughs> or down to this beautiful field. Oh, my. I mean, I don't know how. They, seriously, at that point, you're just going, I mean, what, what the and hell? And David Montgomery was hurt in that same time Yeah, he frame. gets hurt in that same time. But you're like, and then Larry here you have this great draft pick, fifth-round steal like, again. He looks good, and now he's hurt. Well, think about this. Larry Borm could not go into the blue medical tent because David Montgomery was still in the blue in, medical yeah. tent. I mean, that's how bad it got for the Bears at some point. Yeah. All right. Well, any other final thoughts? No, no, no. I want to see more fields. That's really it. You and everybody else. Yeah. It's uh, kind of a frustrating situation. And uh, I mean, just like a quick thought about next week, like, the Boo Birds could be out for Andy Dalton if he doesn't. And we've said this before. Yeah. But now we got a different dynamic coming off a 34 to 14 loss. They're going to be out. And and this is, unfortunately, this is like the exact scenario that we've been talking about playing out. And it's, I just don't see how it changes. And it's only exasper, exacerbated if the defense sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's only going to make the whole thing worse. It's not going to give Andy Dalton a chance to actually win games. Yeah. If the defense plays like this, you have to go to Justin Fields even faster and, um, and what you have now is, like you said, what you called at the beginning of this podcast, you have this tease now. So Bears fans have this. 
now they they have ammunition, they have ammunition yeah. going into this Bengals game, where you know the first errant pass, you're gonna get the Fields chance, and more Fields chance. The booze are gonna be out for Dalton early. Yeah, I mean that first drive, that first possession for the Bears has to be near perfect against the uh, Bengals. It's inevitable, and the question I think becomes like, how long do you put it off, and how big of a hole do you dig yourself? Because I. Losing to the Bengals to me is like not an option with when you look at this schedule. I mean, you can overcome zero and two starts sometimes if you're an okay team. Like I don't know who do the Packers even play next week. I don't know off the top top of my head, but like if they were to lose, they're still a pretty good football team. They can. Now, although there are stats out there about zero and two teams, it's not good. Yeah, you don't. Usually but now we get got seventeen playoffs, games. But now you have an extra game in there, so that might change over time. All I'm saying is the Bears aren't one of those teams that can overcome it. If you lose to the Bengals and then you got to go to Cleveland the following week and they played pretty well against the Chiefs today, even though I think they ended up losing, um, it's just you can't have that happen. No, you got to make no move. No, so ammunition. But if I had to put all my money on right now, I think Andy Dalton starting against the Bengals. There's going to be another package for Justin Fields, and you just wonder if that package. As our friend J.J. Stankovic would say, it continues to grow and grow. Val Lagan's reference there. Yeah, it was. All right, we're out of here. I uh, got to keep it short and sweet tonight because it's a night game. We got to fly back to Chicago in the morning. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday, though, with uh, a follow-up episode, our midweek episode, as we always do. And then we're on to Cincinnati, as Bill Belichick would say. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Adam Johns. Read me at NBCSportsChicago.com, him at TheAthletic.com slash Hogan Johns. We appreciate you being with us. Check out the YouTube channel where you can be watching this. Get a small glimpse at a very large stadium. That's pretty cool. Uh, and uh, here, can we do this? It's over there. See that? It's nice. It's a nice stadium. We'll see you guys next time. See ya. Justin Fields!